Hi again, everyone. It's Thursday, April the 30th. I'm Rob McNichol, and this is QED Quiz Every Day. Well, we've made it through to the end of the month. That's one thing, isn't it? One full month of QED. And what a month it's been. It's been a very strange one. Possibly the strangest one in uh, many of our lives. But uh, what a time to start a new venture. But hopefully you've been enjoying it. Sort of seven or eight minutes per day to just take your mind off of what's going on. Test yourself. And maybe if you're a bit of a quiz master yourself, come up with some ideas or at least uh, have some ideas for some rounds you'll be doing in the future. Or even doing for your friends and family over Zoom, whatever it is you might be doing at the moment since it's the last day of the month and we've already instituted a bit of a a tuesday um tradition as it were with the connections around i think we're going to introduce something for the last day of each month do you remember when you were at school or certainly when i was at school anyway the last day of term you got to bring some toys in and uh, be a bit silly and do something different well i think we'll make the last day of each month something a little bit sillier a little bit more trivial not quite so uh question heavy well there will be questions but it'll be um uh, with, with a bit of lightness on top. So what I decided to do today was uh, have a bit of a trawl around for some uh, funny answers to questions from TV, radio, quizzes, etc. like that. So we can have a bit of fun at other people's expense, quite frankly. And then we'll do some uh, some trivia following that. OK, so we'll do that as our brand new 10 questions today. But first of all, we need to deal with yesterday. And yesterday we did what I called the and 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 round. 10 questions uh, in five pairs dotted around the 10 where you would find two things that were uh, linked together. So I gave some four examples. One was that uh, uh, if Karl Marx was the answer to one question and Frank Spencer the answer to another question, of course, that would be Marx and Spencer. If you didn't quite see what I meant, I'll try and explain as well as I can doing these answers. So for next time, you'll be nice and clear. Let's go with number one. Um, we asked, what has been won by uh, Messrs. Obama, Gore, Mandela, de Klerk, Trimble, Hume, Anand, Gorbachev, the Dalai Lama, Mother Teresa and others. Uh, it was the Nobel Peace Prize. So that's question one. And I'll jump ahead a little bit and I'll give you the answer uh, to, let me see, question four. Question four, what was written by H.G. Wells, voiced by Orson Welles and turned to music by Jeff Wayne? Well, the answer was War of the Worlds. So if you take the war from that one and the peace from the top one, war and peace. That's your and and and. Uh, question two, this is quite a hard question, but this is one of those ones that where you can sometimes find something later on uh, to pair it with and combine it to help you get the question. So, which Scottish football team play in the town of Cumbernauld at Broadwood Stadium and are nicknamed the Bully Wee? Now, I would anticipate that's quite a hard question for, for most, indeed, almost anybody. However, if you then look to question five, which is who played Violet Elizabeth in Just William, if you're of the right sort of age, you might remember the actress in question being Bonnie Langford and so if you know it's Bonnie Langford I suppose something Anne Langford well Eamon Holmes is married to Ruth Langford so I suppose it could be Holmes and Langford but uh, I think that would be imagine if you did a Holmes and it wasn't the answer wasn't Watson uh, but no it's not Langford it's the Bonnie part so if you get Bonnie and of course you'd be looking for Clyde and the answer is the Scottish football team is Clyde so Bonnie and Clyde is that little pair uh, number three was a deliberately slightly misleading one um Number three, what is the full name of the woman nicknamed Ginger Spice? Well, the answer, I'll give you either answer here. Jerry Halliwell is what everyone's known her as for most of her career. She's now Jerry Horner. She's married to uh, Red Bull. I think it's Red Bull, is it? Certainly one of the Formula One team's uh, chief, uh, Christian Horner. Um, so Jerry Horner or Jerry, Jerry Halliwell, I would take either of those. You've now got a Jerry. And I would suspect that uh, most people would be expecting a Tom somewhere else. But my answer if you go down to number eight, Obi-Wan Kenobi's first name in Star Wars, he's called Ben. He's called Ben Kenobi. 
So Ben and Jerry, I was doing rather than Tom and Jerry. So a little bit of a sneaky one. We now jump ahead to question number uh, six. The British athlete that uh, won all those medals in the 400 metres, uh, Roger Black. And that would go with the lead singer of the band to Pow at question number nine, which is Carol Decker. So obviously, as we know, the partnership of Roger and Carol. Now, of course, not Black and Decker. Black and Decker, four, six and nine. And that just leaves us with uh, the nickname given to the group officially known as the Royal Air Force Aerobatic Team. They are the Red Arrows. Uh, and if you go to the uh, Orange Properties on Monopoly, along with Marlborough Street and Vine Street, you would find Bow Street. So that is, of course, Bow and Arrows, or Bow and Arrow. So there you go. That's how that works, the and, and, and stuff. So when we come to it again in the future, uh, that is how it goes. Right, today's 10. Like I say, we're going to have a little look at some uh, some silly answers or some bad answers, some call it what you will, disastrous answers from TV and radio quiz shows of the past. And indeed, the last one is actually something I overheard myself many years ago that I've popped in. Um, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll relive an old incorrect answer and then we'll probably not ask the same question, but something a bit related to it. You'll see where we go with it. So uh, number one, uh, what did we see that uh, the WB Network has a, stu- a show called Studio 7 on which they asked the question, which former British colony was handed back to the Chinese in 1997? Their answer? London. Do you remember London being handed to the Chinese in 1997? I certainly don't. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll ask a question about Hong Kong, which was the actual answer. What currency do they use in Hong Kong? That is question number one. What is the currency in Hong Kong? Number two, this was from the Weakest Link on TV. In politics, what is the occupation of David Blunkett? To which the contestant said, blind. Not his occupation, strictly speaking, is it? But uh, uh, David Blunkett uh, was born in and represented which city in the House of Commons. So what, what city was David Blunkett born in? A city where he would go on to have uh, and a constituency in. Number three, on a show called Wogan's Perfect Recall. Do you remember that? I don't. <laughs> my, my recall's not less than perfect. Uh, that question was asked, or the, a contestant was asked the question, what duke lives at Woburn Abbey? Now, I think that's a quite a tough question, so I wouldn't ridicule someone for not getting that right. But the answer was given by the contestant, Hazard. I don't think it was the Duke of Hazard, was it? In fact, the answer... I'm not going to give you the answer to this one because I am partly going to use it as the question. What Duke does live at Woburn Abbey? And the answer is the county in which it is in. So sometimes you get a Duke that's um, the Duke of somewhere else. Like, for example, I'm fairly certain it's the Duke of Devonshire that lives at Chatsworth House, which is in Derbyshire, for example. So it's not always the uh, the county that fits. But uh, on this occasion, uh, it is Wo- well, the county that Woburn is in, or the Woburn Abbey is in, uh, is the answer to the Duke of whatever at Woburn. Number four, this was on LBC on the radio. Uh, the question was, when he became a Muslim, what name did Cat Stevens call himself? And the answer came back, Abu Hamza. I think he's getting people mixed up there. The answer would be uh, uh, Yusuf Islam was the uh, what Cat Stevens became at the time. Uh, he wrote and performed, this is Cat Stevens at the time, he wrote and performed the first cut is the deepest, but he didn't have a number one hit with it. Who did? That's the question at number four. Who had a number one hit with the first cut is the deepest, a song that was originally written and performed by the man who at the time was known as Cat Stevens. Number five, Jeremy Paxman was the presenter here. I think this, I've only written he was a presenter, so I assume this must have been on uh, University Challenge, but not necessarily. Anyway, Jeremy Paxman asked the question of, of all Beatrix Potter's books, which is the only one to feature a human in the title. And the uh, the contestant said, Peter Rabbit. 
Clue in the question there. Although I suppose Jessica Rabbit was a human, wasn't she? But uh, clue in the question, I would have thought there uh, by that contestant. And the answer uh, is actually the tailor of Gloucester. I, would have been, I could have asked that question. But I'm going to ask, why was Hilltop Farm, where Potter lived for nearly 40 years, in which county of England was Hilltop Farm, where Beatrix Potter lived for nearly 40 years? Number six, this is my favourite. This is another weakest link one. Of which hot drink is the word eat an anagram? Now, eat has only got three letters. So if it's an anagram of eat, I suppose it could be etta, or it could be tei. But there's not many things it could be, is there? The answer, of course, is tea. And the contestant said, hot chocolate. Hmm, not quite. Um, we're going to ask at question number six, what was the band, sorry, who was the lead singer of the band Hot Chocolate? Who was the lead singer of the band Hot Chocolate? Number seven. Uh, this was on Steve Wright, apparently, on the radio. In, he said, in which film did Dudley Moore star as the title character? So, obviously, the title character would be someone that, uh, you know, was someone's name. Uh, so, you know, something like uh, like the Michael Caine film Alfie. That would be the good answer, wouldn't it? Um, but in this case, the Dudley Moore... Um, <laughs> the, the contestant said that Dudley Moore starred as Ten... I don't think that's quite uh, quite what they were looking for there, is it? Ten minutes. Hello, my name's Ten. Now, I'm sure it's a very good film. Well, it is, I've seen it. It's a very good film, is Ten. But uh, it's not really the... Uh, I don't believe there's anyone called Ten uh, in that film uh, itself. <laughs> perhaps perhaps I am remembering it uh, wrongly. I should say Arthur was the correct answer to the, uh, the actual question, of course. But uh, we're going to ask, who was the lead, uh, fe- female lead in Ten? So who was the female lead in Ten? Number... Eight, this is also from The Weakest Link. Um, complete the name of the sitcom set in Yorkshire about a group of pensioners, last of... And the contestant said, The Mohicans. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, it would make it rather different, wouldn't it? A Mohican going down a hillside in a bath. But uh, in Last of the Summer Wine, what character was played by Cathy Staff? That's the question. Which character was played by Cathy Staff uh, in Last of the Summer Wine? Number nine, this was on uh, Radio 1. Uh, the question was asked, what was Bram Stoker's most famous creation? And instead of the answer, Dracula, the contestant said, Branston Pickle. Hmm, they're not exactly the same, those two things, are they, really? Uh, the question we're going to have at number nine, what nationality was Bram Stoker? You've probably heard of him from uh, having written Dracula. Uh, but what nationality was he, Bram Stoker? At uh, number ten, we finish... Uh, was something I overheard once in a pub. There was a group of people on a sort of outward bound style course and they were doing their own quiz. And uh, the question was asked, who uh, said the famous quote, I think, therefore I am. And uh, the person it was being asked of obviously didn't know. This was, it was a, vo- a verbal quiz. So someone got asked and they had to say it out loud. And someone next to them was obviously trying to whisper to them the answer. And the answer is Rene Descartes. So the person next to them was going, Descartes, Descartes. And they confidently said to the host of the quiz, Dave Clark. Well, um, Dave Clark did glad all over. I don't remember them doing, I think, Therefore I Am as a, as a song, the Dave Clark Five. But we will ask at number 10, which instrument did Dave Clark play in the Dave Clark Five? Which instrument was Dave Clark playing in the aforementioned Dave Clark Five? Well, they might be the Dave Clark Five, but today they are the Robert Nickel Ten. And that is the last round of Ten for this month. But we will be back tomorrow, May the 1st. May Day, of course. Um, and uh, is it a bank holiday on Monday or does it really matter? Um, but we'll be coming into uh, May for the uh, the first of the, a new month and it will mark our uh, second month 
of QED. So I'm really pleased to have made it. Listen to me saying about 30 days of podcasting, six or seven minutes a day, like it's the Iliad. <laughs> We've managed to get through uh, 30 whole days. But anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new set of 10. Thank you very much. Happy quizzing. <laughs>